Have you ever looked around your business and thought to yourself, is this it? Are you making money, but yet you want more? Or maybe you have ideas in your head, but you're just not sure how to develop them into a revenue stream. Welcome to the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Roan and Lisa Beck, where we help you unlock your business potential and scale your business beyond trading time for money. Each week, you'll hear ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business. Let's do this. So Lisa, this week we are talking about the willingness to be wrong and... Are you willing to be wrong? Can I just lay that I out don't there? Love are you it. ever I, now, willing to be wrong? I hate to lose. Does that mean that I hate to be wrong? Not necessarily, but I hate to lose. No, I, I think you don't like to be wrong either. Well, I don't like to be... Nobody really loves being wrong. I know I do not like to be wrong. I'm self-aware enough to know that I do not like to be All right, wrong. so let's talk about in the context of this whole caged vision thing we keep talking about. What does it mean to have a willingness to be wrong? So you're sitting there and you've got this idea and the cage around you, it's made up of fear of being wrong. Because it's fear of failure. It's fear of failure. If we knew that we'd be successful, everybody would start. No one wants to be wrong. Nobody's signing up to be wrong. So. Knowing that 100% of the time, I feel very confident in it, 100% of the time, something about your assumptions will be wrong. Will be wrong. I don't know of one scenario where everything played out exactly like someone scripted. Agreed. I think that unless you're willing to be wrong, you'll never be right. I just love saying that statement. Unless you are willing to be wrong, have that willingness. You'll never be right. And why is that? Because I think you have to understand the big picture. It's not going to work perfectly. And you've got to have the confidence to be wrong, to pursue it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about confidence to pursue your vision next week. But the willingness to be wrong, you're... That's actually point number one. You went straight into point number I one. Did. You didn't even tell me that I'm you were sorry. moving I just did. into that. I moved Lisa? into point number one. I right. love that sentence. So unless you're willing to be wrong, you'll never be right. To me, that means you have to take those lessons from being wrong and turn them until they're right, until you find the right path. And our story there, oh my gosh, this is my story. It is your story. So some of you may know, but... Five years ago-ish, we were had a lot of consulting work in the anti-money laundering space. It was billable time, trading time for money. We saw a need in the market, and we decided that we were going to create something to fill that void. We thought it was brilliant. We loved it. We've talked about this on another podcast in the past. And as we went out and we started talking about this, to the people that we were selling it, to our prospects. I will say that I did not accept very well that this was not a great idea. Everyone loved it, but they didn't necessarily want to pay for it, (laughs) (laughs) which is where I was really wrong, right? (laughs) So we don't really create things just for people to love, right? For me, I need to make a little money on it. So, But that willingness to be wrong took some time. We kept pressing, we kept shifting, and we kept changing until we said, you know what? We need to shelf this. 
not throw it out, but shelf it for now, pivot, and we already have some ideas on how to come back to that in a different way. And the way that we're coming back to it is a whole lot more efficient than the old way. So sometimes taking that lesson from being wrong, accepting that wrongness, it teaches you a lesson. You just got to let it settle and be willing to work with it, right? Which brings us to point number two. All right, point number two. If you know that you are going to be wrong along this journey, how do you react when you are wrong? I remember telling Nick that when someone, you know, when they didn't react the way I wanted, essentially saying, you're wrong, I'm not going to pay you. I just said they don't get it. You're a listener. How many of you times have you said, when you're wrong, they just don't get it? And we know one thing about communication. If you're trying to communicate and the other person doesn't understand, it's your fault, not theirs. Agreed. You have to effectively communicate to them. Yes. Right. So we failed in a couple of different ways. It took a while for that reaction, but you have a great story. Well, I mean, I think it's just the old adage that talks about Thomas Edison when asked about failure to make the light bulb. You know, he says, and there's wildly varying numbers on how many times he failed, but he said, I didn't fail 9,000 times. I just know 9,000 ways not to, to make do it, not bulb. to make a I light bulb. That. I love this story because even though he is like, no, nope, I'm wrong, that doesn't work. Well, I'm going to try something different. He had this willingness to be wrong, but he still had this vision and knew in his head that it could happen. He knew that he was going to make a light bulb. And then when he was wrong and had to try something different, his reaction wasn't just shelve the whole thing. His reaction was, let's just try something different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that willingness to be wrong, it sometimes just cripples people. They just freeze when they're not willing to be wrong. It's the ridicule, you know, with Thomas Edison, someone said, you know, I have a perfectly good candle over here. What are you trying to do? It's crazy stuff, right? But he kept at it because he accepted it's okay to be wrong. And someone has said it somewhere, but it's okay to be wrong as long as you learn a lesson from it, right? And do something with it to make it right. Which leads us to point number three. Point number three may be the best. Yeah, I think maybe it is. I'm going to go over point number three and you tell the story. All right. All right. Point number three is what will you do with your wrongness to make it right? So what will you do with your wrongness to make it right? How will you accept it? How will you uh, work with your team, internalize it? What will you do with it to make it right? Lisa, your story. My story is Thomas Watson, the chairman of IBM. His statement in 1943 was he believed that there was a world market for computers. He said there's a world market of maybe five computers in the world. (laughs) This is the chairman of IBM. Five computers. Five computers in the whole world. There's a market for five computers. So let's go there with IBM specifically, right? So he sees a world market of five. They eventually dominate dominate in the computer laptop Mm -hmm. cell to Lenovo, get out of it, Yep. and then come back into it 
they just didn't want to have products anymore. They just wanted to have the intelligence that the computer talk about an evolution and the willingness to be wrong and to learn. That's a pretty amazing story. It's the perfect illustration of a willingness to be wrong. Yeah. So what's the takeaway here for you? If you are have an idea, if you want to do something, what's just like the takeaway? I mean, we've got three points that we've made, but the takeaway really is, are we talking about acceptance? Are we talking about, yeah, I'm going to get ridiculed? What For you, what's the main takeaway? Well, I mean, being ridiculed, let's hope not, although I'm confident that occurs, mainly by my children when they are embarrassed by me. But oh, have I told else? you the story of my <laughs> my youngest daughter? Oh, this is fabulous. No, yes. no, no. Yes, she you sent me a picture. So the, the, we had some uh, photos made recently. Some of you seen it. In fact, the Caged Vision thumbnail, the same person took the pictures. And I have one, a solo picture. It's my LinkedIn picture. And my youngest. Y'all go look at it. It's, it's hilarious. so funny. But my young, we need to post this. Okay. We'll I have to get clear it with my youngest oh, daughter. Yeah, no, you will. You got to get permission. So anyway, she's thumbing through my pictures and she sees that image, the one that's on LinkedIn. And she's like, Daddy, why are you standing like this? And she has her hands and she's imitating me absolutely perfectly. And so I say, oh my gosh, that is a riot. So I take a picture, show the guys here, and it is so funny. And then the other day, she says, hey, Daddy, say, hi, my name is Carrie Rome." <laughs> And I said, uh, hi, my name is Carrie Rome. And she does it. Hi, my name is Carrie Rome. And then she does that pose. It is so freaking funny. Oh, my gosh. It is right. So talk about ridicule. She's just poking She's fun. She's just poking and fun I at love you. It. But I, just, I think it's I wonderful. I love it. I love it. I think it, it's wonderful. It. But I think you have to be willing to have a sense of humor about it, right? Yeah. To poke fun at yourself. Because yeah. if you're trying something new... There are going to be times when you have to evolve. There are times you're going to be wrong. There are times that something's not going to work out. And how you respond to it is how other people will respond to you. Yes. Over and it. so what we're what we're not saying is just go haphazardly into something. Oh, yes. Just because no, you're like, yeah, I'll be wrong. Let's go for let's it. Let's go. Not that. Do your due diligence. Understand where you want to go. Understand the realities of where you are. And... Understand that not everything's going to be perfect. Don't just go flying down the path and not really worried about being wrong because that is not in any way, shape, or form what we're promoting here. No, we're not. But what we're saying is it's going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, you can prepare for that as much as one can prepare, right? I mean, Thomas Edison, how much did he prepare for? failing 9,000 times. Well, I'll tell you what we do internally. If we do something, if we launch something, if we, if we build something and it doesn't work out like we want, we tend to huddle up. Yep. And, we have a slow up. Slow up. up. We have a meeting and we talk about like, hey, all right, what are the assumptions we made? We don't give up on it. And for me, that's the fun part. So maybe I have gotten to the point where I just accept I don't know that I'm willing. willing but you have an acceptance. I have a, an open acceptance because I know it's part of the path forward. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And I think that that is what we all need to do as we move forward is to have that acceptance. Maybe not it's a willingness, but an acceptance and how we react and how we evolve. And I think that is something that we 
do well as a team, and I've seen other teams do it well, where you kind of take apart something that's not working and then put it back together a different way and try again. I think we should close with you saying your favorite quote again. I can do that. Did I say it first? I doubt it. Did I dream it up? No, you said it first. Okay. Mm. It's probably a combination of different things that I've heard that I pieced together I'm to try to make it, it my own. I'm going to attribute it to you. Know, you know, I was talking to my brother-in-law who works at Yale, and I was talking about, you know, sometimes when I you know, read a book or something like that, and I take that concept, and I love the concept so much, I kind of feel like I'm hacking the concept. And he's like, what do you think education is? <laughs> Every, all, all everybody's ever done is, is hack it. read what somebody else did and expand upon an idea. And that's, you know. That's, all right. Well, we're going to end with Carrie Rome's quote. Unless you are willing to be wrong, you'll never be right. Hashtag great quote. Hashtag great quote. <laughs> all right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Caged Vision podcast. And don't forget to come back next week to hear more ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, just like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business.